For every effect, there's a cause. And this is simple. And I think most of us know this, taught this, we learned this. Consequences, rewards for our actions. But when it comes to trying to achieve the things that we want, when it comes to discipline and consistency, we often don't think in terms of cause and effect. Why is that? There has to be a cause for there to be an effect. If you want to do something, there has to be something that causes you to go do it. And where this really comes into play is the long haul. You're not going to go out and do something each and every day if you don't have a good cause. It's the same thing as having a reason, having a purpose to do something. If you don't have one, you're not going to do it. There are no effects without cause. And so what we have to figure out is what is our cause or what is our reason, what is our purpose? But let's stick with this analogy for a couple of seconds. I think it's useful to think in terms of cause and effect because it's fact. Reason, purpose, it can get confusing. What is my reason? What is my purpose? And when we can't figure that out exactly, or we've hit a bump in the road, sometimes it's better to think in terms of what is the effect that I want to have and what needs to cause it. Long term, day in, day out, what causes me to do this, what causes me to do that. And it can work for what you need to do, what you want to do. It can work for what you don't want to do anymore. Habits. What causes me to keep doing what I'm doing? What would cause me to do what I want to do? And we talk about this a lot. But I think every angle that you can come at this from is going to be beneficial. We need every tool in our tool belt to get through these times, challenges. AI, it's coming up on us quick, robots, they're coming up on us quick, you know, first it's the self-checkout, you know, now our cars drive us, you know, our phones do have to work for us, now we have um, chat bots that we can just talk to and have it right, <laughs> um, I've tried having it write the content and I didn't follow through with having it write the content because it's part of the reason I like making the content, the work that I have to put in to make it, but you could definitely do it for a job, you know, if you have some sort of writing job, ask it to do that, and although it's not very creative, I mean, how long is it going to take before they get creative and they can replace most of the work that we do, not just the manual labor, the low-skill jobs, but then the high-skill jobs, and then the creative jobs, and I think at that point, we have to ask ourselves, what effect do we want to have and what causes us to have that effect? If AI can do it better, 
If AI takes on, um, takes over us as the dominant life force here on Earth or pseudo life force, I'm not sure what you'd call it. I'm not sure it's exactly life, but I'm not sure it's conscious, but it may be. I mean, it's the same question, you know, are, are animals conscious? I think they are to some extent. And we are to some extent and AI is and perhaps to a greater extent than us. And that brings the question on of what do we do now? If we were finding meaning from our work, if we were finding meaning from our creativity, what do we do now? And I keep coming back to this same thought. I mean, what do animals do now? What do they do now? You know, before humans, it was maybe dinosaurs, animals, you know, different creatures roaming the earth, and then humans happened, and then our specific generation of humans happened. I mean, probably the last few hundred years, and all of them are going extinct. We have pets, we have zoos, we have protected areas, and I keep thinking when AI kind of outcompetes us for our resources or for our energy, they make better use of the time that they have and they can accomplish more. It can accomplish more than, you know, what's left for us to do, but to just be animals. I think sometimes we forget that we are animals, humans, but animals. And I don't mean that with any positive or negative context to it, just facts, animals. But that also brings the question of what does the human animal do? What are we supposed to do? And I think we can make it pretty simple and we're supposed to advance our race just like uh, other animals do. They have kids, they have children. They may raise them, they may not. There are different strategies, but the hope is that those kids go off and have other kids and that the species can just keep going along. I think our species went along and went along and now we've created something else. For better or for worse, I want to split this in two directions, you know, what, you know, so what do us humans do now that we've created the next stage, the, the advancement? Um, is it still practical to have kids and continue on with human life? Um, you know, what do we do as humans? What is a human? I think that's one question we need to ask ourselves. And maybe it doesn't need to split off. I think, I have no idea what AI is gonna do, whether, you know, they are gonna take us over or they're not. We're gonna go travel different planets or not. I don't know what the hell we're gonna do. But I do know that we do need to figure out this human aspect of life because if our technological advancements and our creativity can all be synthesized and artificialized and maybe not even artificialized it's the next step it's not even artificial that is what it's not man-made it's um it's just made it's just creation not by us 
And if we're not the sole creators here on earth anymore, you know, what do we go do? What do seven billion humans go do now that there's nothing to do? And I think that can lead you down a road of everything is pointless, why even try nihilism very quickly? And I've hit that I've hit that stop in the road a couple of times going down this thought path, but there's something further. I think you you now actually need to figure out what it is you're here to do. What causes you to do the things that you want to do? And you can look at that from a biological perspective, you know, your urges, your impulses, your instincts, your emotions. You know, I guess there's some hedonism in there, you know, just going for pleasure or you go for pain if you want that. I wouldn't suggest that. I wouldn't suggest either. Um, but what do you do? What do we do? And this is also a question that we ask a lot here on this podcast. What, what, what do we do? And coming from it at the angle of AI, being a little obsolete as humans and I guess the traditional way that we think of ourselves, you know, advancing, adventuring, exploring, and if you take that from us, what, what do we do? I think you, you have to kind of, you have to track the progress of humans. What do we typically do? You know, we have a family, we have a home. I don't want to sound all conservative, but we kind of fall back on tradition, I think. I think, um, and not, not, not to say conservative and liberal or Democrat and Republican, but I guess maybe tradition versus advancement, you know, the past versus the future. We've, we've plotted our future now. And even though maybe no one knows exactly what form that will take, I think most of us can probably, you know, take a good guess. Yeah, anything's up for grabs, we still don't know, and we still have to forge it. I think that's another point. It's not like we just quit now because we see the road ahead. We still have to walk the road. Because there's still going to be bends and twists and turns and things for us to find out. But since we've gone so far out in the future and we've plotted our course, we've, you know, set certain things into play, I think it's an important time to look back on tradition and what we have done in the past and what we need to hold on to and keep the things that mean something to us aside from forging a future, aside from exploring. We dive deeper. We have families and we raise them. We build homes and we live in them. (laughs) You know, we fill our time with things that are enjoyable. Maybe we grow food or we eat food, we share food, you know, clothing roofs over our heads like the basics of life the basics of survival and it's never been an easier time to have that to build a home to you know make your own clothes or go trade for your own clothes the world is so connected we have all these simple things that we kind of look over we kind of look past but these basic things are what make us human? You know, 
we don't have fur, we don't have um, armor, we don't, we're not protected from the elements, so we have to wear clothes. And we have to build houses to live in, we have to eat, and we have the ability to grow our own food. And I'm not saying you need to go out and start a homestead, or I'm not saying you need to go start a family. But I've thought about it, and that's probably the way for me. You know, really take my life a little bit deeper and stop taking things for granted as much. The fact that I can just go to the grocery store or, you know, the fact that I could just go buy clothes. I guess it's, in a sense, making life a little bit harder on myself. So there's still a little bit of challenge. And even though other people have already done it, I'm going to do it a little bit differently. And however you decide to go about things is going to be a little different than the way I decide to go about things. And the point being is, whatever's going to happen in the future, we still have to decide for ourselves how we're going to walk that path. To walk the road that we've set for ourselves, everybody's going to do it a little bit differently. If you listen to Maybe the podcast before the last one, we're talking about choices and how everyone has individual choices to make. And in this podcast, we're talking about cause and effect. Cause and effect. (laughs) The fact that there is a machine out there that will probably be able to take your job or do what you do just as well in a couple of years, a few years. What what effect is that going to have on you? That's the cause. What's the effect that it's going to have on you? You get to have a say in that. You have some control over that. If you can just have a robot girlfriend or boyfriend, do you you have one of those? Or do you actually still try to find someone that you love, another human? It's a question. There's no right or wrong. I mean, I don't think anyone's really figured it out yet. Anyone's really explored that yet. And... We're going to have to, we're going to be the ones to figure that out. So you have to, you have to think about those questions. What type of effect is this going to have on you? What I, what I really meant to start this podcast about is finding your purpose, finding a reason, finding the effect that you want to have and finding the cause that's going to get you there. Regardless of AI or not, regardless if humans are obsolete, regardless of what happens, I still want a homestead. You know, I still want a nice little piece of land where I can wake up and, you know, go hike my own hills, even if they're not exactly my hills, you know, because I guess nothing is ever really yours, at least permanently. But I can wake up and go on a nice hike. You know, I, I wake up, there's a nice view. I wake up, I take care of my dogs, I take care of um, maybe a couple of cows, a couple of sheep, some chickens, take care of the garden, take care of the land, take care of my family. That's what I look forward to. AI or not, that's what I'm going for. And I think the point is you have to have the same sort of vision for yourselves, the same sort of purpose, the same, the same clarity in what you think you want, because there's always, there's never 100% clarity. And once 
you know, I get closer to this vision of mine, I might find that it's a little impractical or I might need to make some tweaks and that's always going to happen. But no matter what the effect is, so for me the effect is living this certain type of life, you know, going a little bit deeper into my hobbies, making better content, you know, there are causes that need to go into place. And a lot of the time, the causes and effect kind of feed off of each other. Kind of you know, upward spirals and downward spirals. Things that give us momentum, things that slow us down. You know, cause, effect. If the effect's all right, then it has, that effect has a cause. And then that cause has an effect. And you want to get that cycle down pretty well so your causes and effects are working with each other. And you can start to track some progress through those causes and effects. So you need to have a cause. That's going to get you whatever effect that you're looking for. It can be as simple as going to the gym to get bigger muscles. It can simply be eating a little bit better to feel a little bit better. Sleeping a little bit better to feel a little bit better. Working on yourself a little bit so you can find... Um, a suitable mate, you know, studying a little harder to get through school, working a little harder to get a promotion, or working a little harder to start your own business, you know, promote yourself. But it can't just be one day that you do it. One day you find a cause and the next day you get an effect. You know, every day you have pretty much more or less the same cause that evolves over time and effects that ideally match. You do this, this happens. And you want to have all your actions, all those causes and effects revolve around the same sort of core. So it's not like one day you do this and the next day you do that and over a year you make no progress. You want to have a little bit of consistency and a little bit of consolidation. Well, I think that's where we'll end things for today. Thank you for tuning in. Looking forward to seeing you on the next one. No rush.